Hi everybody, today I'm very excited because I'm gonna be interviewing Allison Siddons Walker. If you don't know about Allison, Allison is a thought leader and a team motivator with a track record of skyrocketing sales, awareness, and leads through digital marketing. As vice president of global marketing and PR at Jazzercise, Allison knows a thing or two about executive management marketing and everything in between. She manages project managers, directors, videographers, copywriters, social media strategists, and agencies. If you don't know about Jazzercise, it started back in 1969 and Allison is in charge of their marketing. Jazzercise was started by Judy Shepard Massette. It's a great organization. It's raised over $28 million, many of them directly impacting local communities. In this interview with Allison, I'm going to get into some things such as what her journey's been like, what are key moments that have really stood out over her career in marketing. We're also going to go through some of the biggest wins in her career and her thoughts on the future of digital marketing and where Jazzercise is headed. Without further ado, let's jump into the interview with Allison. I can't wait to see you there. everybody welcome to another ignite visibility university podcast today we have allison siddons walker on the line allison how are you doing today i'm great how are you it's friday happy friday thank you so much (laughs) for taking the time allison tell us a little bit about you and your role Okay. So I went to film school actually, and I worked in that business for 10 years. And then I took those skills and applied them to advertising. I worked on the agency side for a long time and then um, moved into a director of marketing role at Jazzercise six years ago. And then last year was promoted to VP of marketing, which is like global marketing and PR. And I also run our on-demand division. Well, congratulations. That is uh, very cool. And for people who haven't heard of Jazzercise before, I know many of us have. I've known about it for a very long time. Uh, tell us what, what is Jazzercise exactly? So Jazzercise is not just the Kleenex of the 80s. It is a dance fitness program that is actually based in a classical art form known as jazz dance. And everything that we do at the core of it comes from the art of dance. And so it's a super effective workout, but it's also the most fun you can have working out. So we end up attracting people who don't like to work out at all. It's great. I mean, as Shanna Missit Nelson, the CEO, says of our business, she's like, our greatest competition is not another fitness company. It's the couch. And so, so. you've been working at Jazzercise for a while now. It's a great organization. You know, it's, it's, it's been a few years. What are some of the highlights that you've had while you've been there? Oh, man, I got to say. So when I came to Jazzercise, they hired me as director of marketing, but you know, I don't know if it's because like I watched my dad manage rock bands my whole life, but all I ever want to do is cultivate and create and, and do, you know, take something and make it bigger or make it better. And so I came in and I noticed there were so many business opportunities for us. So the first thing I did was talk about starting an on-demand channel and it took about two years for me to get the executive team to say, okay, yeah, we're going to invest in that. And by September of 2019, we had it launched. Um, And thank God we did because six months later, a global pandemic hit and we were able to, you know, when people couldn't get to us in the studios to get their workout in, we could bring it to them. And so we were able to give Jazzercise on demand to more than 60, 70,000 of our customers for free for several months in the early days of the pandemic. And it was an incredible experience that I have to say is my greatest win. 
Well, that's really yeah. amazing and way to pivot. And certainly our business went through that. And, uh, you know, it sounds like you guys pivoted very, very successfully. When you think about the future of Jazzercise, will that be a big part of your focus as well, the on-demand? Definitely. I mean, what we've done too, is we really want to, the in-class experience is what it's all about. You can't replace that. And there's nothing like, you know, the live, you know, the feeling of, curated playlists like booming around you while you're dancing in unison with a bunch of other people. So ultimately we always want to drive to that in-class experience because not only for, you know, the transformation we see physically, but community wise, like people have met their husbands at Jazzercise. They've met their best friends. They've met their maids of honor, you know, things like that. And that's really significant for who we are, what we know now. And what we knew back in 2017, when we were concepting the Jazzercise on demand experience is that people do want flexibility. Mm -hmm. And now more than ever, people are working from home. They need to be able to do what they can when they can, as they can. And nobody, really willing to overextend themselves the way they were two years ago. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that we can meet people where they are. And the other great thing about on-demand is it's a it's really a beautiful awareness tool for us. It's an incredible way for us to expose a whole new generation to Jazzercise. People still love coming in in person. Yeah. You know, now you have on-demand, you know, there, there's there's two different kind of verticals and they both seem to work together very well. You know, yeah. what what are you most excited about in, in marketing? And, and where's your head kind of go when you're thinking like marketing? marketing strategy and, and getting the word out. What, what's uh, kind of on the top of your list lately? Yeah. So first I want to go back and say, we have one program and multiple ways to take it. So uh -huh. we do have like, we, we have different platforms and different ways to take Jazzercise, but it is one program. And it is that, like I said, based in jazz dance. So what I've noticed, and I've got a lot of experience at this point, when you can see a need in the marketplace and then develop programs and products to fill that need, you will find the most success. That has been true for me my entire career, whether I was in the film business or you know advertising or now marketing. So um, what I see trending is really looking at that consumer need and working to fill that. There's a company called IDEO that started decades ago that really does all of that, that's their whole premise. And it was radical when they started. Instead of making a product and trying to sell it, it was, let's figure out what people need. And that way you're not selling. You're bringing somebody a service or product that they need in their lives and you're matching them up with it. That's it. So it's clean. You know, it's not just like sales. I absolutely love that. So, so you're kind of listening to consumer demand and then filling that with the products and services that are they are asking for. Yeah. And you know, kind of kind of along those lines, and you have so many customers. I mean, what are what are some of the ways that you know you you figure out that consumer demand? Are, are you surveying your customers often? And any tips for our listeners? You know, we're really fortunate because we have hundreds of thousands of people that follow our social channels, mm -hmm. and social listening is one of our most effective ways to find out what's happening out there. We also follow, you know, brands that we don't consider competitors, but are in the fitness space. And we like to watch what other people are doing and what the public responds to. Like we see new business, you know, in 52 years of business, Jazzercise has seen so many fitness businesses come and go. So we watch, how are these things launched? What are their ethics? What are their qualities? What do people love about them? And it's not it's so much easier now than it was decades ago because we can watch them through social. Mm -hmm. You know, how are people responding to this brand new thing by this company or who's, you know, who are the fitness influencers that are, that people are loving? Are they, you know, what we've noticed too in the last 10 years, and this is just evident to anybody, is you, we went from these, you know, super cut, very tight bodied influencers and in fitness to fitness is for everybody. Mm -hmm. 
it is not about a body type and there is no, you know, healthy body weight. There isn't, you know, science can't tell us that you have to be X amount of pounds to be healthy. So we've just seen a tremendous amount of growth in terms of public perception around what makes a fit body. And that's been very interesting. So we have influencers that we work with, but we also follow a bunch of people that we like and respect. So that's, I would say social listening is number one. I love that. You know, fit, fitness is for everyone. On some level, it has to be, right? We all want to live, uh, you know, healthier, happier lives. And, you know, one of the ways I, I think I've seen that come out is is on um, some of the social media that you guys have done. I, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I follow it on TikTok. I think you've had a lot Thank of you. success on TikTok. We're very um, new on TikTok. Thank you for being here. new, but but it looks good and it's authentic. And I, yes. I just wonder what, what kind of goes into your thoughts around the social media side? Is it kind of that, that fun authenticity? anything around that in particular that, that you push the team on? Absolutely. You know, we, so I have an amazing brand content manager, Sarah Hyatt Johnson, who's in charge of all of that. And she, we hired her from, she was um, an apparel lifestyle writer and we brought her in because I knew what I wanted to do with Jazzercise was not just talk about fitness. I had actually inherited a rebrand when I started in 2016 that didn't feel quite as, you know, when I would go to the in-class experience, I would see these smiles and hugs and, you know, just joy, so much joy. Mm-hmm. And what I saw in the rebrand was, you know, hard bodies and beautiful abs and sort of the results of yeah. what you get with fitness. But I didn't think that was at the core of why people come to Jazzercise. And so when I found Sarah, I felt like I had found my unicorn. I was like, ah, oh. and no, you cannot hire her away from me. <laughs> um, and she is, but also I have a team, I have a team of 10 and they are all so talented. I really, truly have a team of unicorns and they all are very interested in what's happening in the marketplace in every way. So each of them has their own special interests, but I think what Sarah does, um, for social and what she does with me in partnership is we're really trying to develop, um, a voice that exudes the joy that you feel in the class. Mm -hmm. And so we don't need to see, Um, perfect figures or perfect clothing or perfect anything because perfect is BS, Mm -hmm. right? That's not joy. Joy is letting loose and being free. Mm -hmm. And I think we do that within the parameters of sort of genuine goodness where we are, you know, Jazzercise are cheerleaders, they're dancers, they're wholesome. We're wholesome. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes people feel pretty comfortable. It's easier to walk in. I think, you know, I I remember, um, as I also was a yoga teacher 500 million years ago, and I taught at gyms in LA and, and, and yoga centers in LA, it was a little bit intimidating to walk into these like dark sort of edgy spaces, but jazzercise is bright light. Come on in, you know, the walls are white and clean and I, I think love all it. of that plays a part. I love that authenticity. It definitely comes out. It feels comfortable. I've been inside Jazzercise classes and that definitely <laughs> came out. I have. And I I, I just think it, it looks it looks fun. <laughs> it looks fun. And um, you know, so one of the things you just touched on there is you know, you've got a 10-person team. A lot of our listeners are up and coming marketers. Um, they they aspire to be in a position like you're in someday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're managing a team of 10. Uh, there's a lot going on. And 
and I just kind of wonder, you know, what, what tips do you have to kind of getting to, to where you are? And, and then also kind of what tips do you have uh, for building a great team? And, and, and I just think people are interested in that kind of career path a little bit. What, what would you okay. say to somebody sure. who's, who's kind of a starter marketer? Yeah. I mean, when I started in 2016, I had a team of three mm-hmm. and the only time I've added a team member is when I already have the revenue to support them. Yep. So what it takes is first of all, business acumen. So you've got to look at every single day, what are you doing to drive the business forward today? Because that's at the top of your checklist. Number one, what can I do to drive my business forward? And everything, what you learn about that is if you've got your top one, two, three things that'll drive the business forward every day, then you start to notice the things that fall off the list because you just never get to them. Mm -hmm. And so I think with that, that is how I have grown the business and then needed to staff to, to accommodate that. Yeah. And then as I interview people, I will tell you that the one thing I look for and I learned this from reading Elia Kazan, who was a famous director, Streetcar Named Desire, whatever I went to film school, right? So, mm-hmm. and he wrote an autobiography called A Life. And in it, he says, attitude is 85%, talent is 15%. Mm-hmm. And I live my life by that. Like attitude is everything. And so I interview for attitude over aptitude. Aptitude can be taught. Attitude is very difficult to cultivate. <laughs> so yeah. if I have someone who comes in with a willingness and sort of a desire to be joyful, that's somebody I can work with. Um, I can teach them whatever they need to know, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean I can hire without some basic skills for a role. That's very important. But I think attitude has to win out over like that. that. So you're focusing on the numbers, you're hiring, you know, for attitude, not for aptitude. And I could not agree with that more. I love working with people who are, you know, high energy. They like to get stuff done. They like to win. What's kind of next for, for Jazzercise? Like what, what big fun marketing things are coming out? Is there any new like uh, creative <laughs> stuff or like uh, campaigns or like, you know, what, what do you want consumers and people uh, listening to this podcast to look out for? Yeah. You know, as a marketer, I'm a maker, right? I love to make stuff. So we are constantly, constantly cultivating content, whether it's shooting, producing, we're doing workouts, we're doing, you know, this shoot for this. And that. so there's so much that's really exciting and things that we're partnering on with your, with your team at Ignite too. That's really exciting. What we've learned recently is UGC, which is user generated content Mm -hmm. is um, just dominating over campaign stuff. So I came up in advertising where it was all about the big idea and now it's really not, it's about the, it's about the people, it's about the humanness. I love that. Um, And so it's a very interesting marketplace. And I will tell you that we at Jazzercise have always been about the people. So I think what people will see from us moving forward is a lot more custom curated content, things that feel genuine to them, things that are useful to them. If we're not educating or entertaining, then we're not doing it right. So we do have some campaigns coming up, which will be really fun. We have some amazing promotions this year where people can get in to classes at a discount or on demand at a discount, which is also exciting. But I think the main thing you'll see people will see is just a more genuine, we're just, we just get more genuine and authentic by the day. Mm-hmm. We're really willing to show who we are and be who we are. Well, I think the consumer will really appreciate it. 
appreciate that and, and the world will as well. And I just think there's uh, such a disconnect between um, some of this uh, really kind of tight, uh, elevated branding and, and, and what people are looking for nowadays. So I really appreciate uh, what you guys are doing. As far as next steps and for people who'd like to learn more about you, are, are you active on LinkedIn? Are you on Twitter? Are you on TikTok? Where can people <laughs> I find am, you? I am trying to be active on LinkedIn, uh, but Jazzercise is active on uh, pretty much every major channel. We are not um, as active on LinkedIn, but we are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. We're building our YouTube channel. And then I personally have a personal Instagram and then I'm on LinkedIn too. Yeah. Well, Allison, thank you so much for being on today. Everybody who's listening to this podcast, if you have a question for Allison, go ahead and leave it in the comments below. We'll make sure that she gets back to you. Have a great day and we'll see you soon. Thanks so much. Thank you so much.